everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Theme Park Sandbox. My name is Drew. My name is Aaron. And we are really excited. Um, this is kind of like an impromptu uh, uh, episode for us because we just got some really, really amazing news. Um, Disneyland is expanding. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? After all of these episodes about you and I talking about how uh, Florida has so much more space. Disneyland has yep. to work within the realm of the railroad. I mean, yep. poof, just like that. They're like, we're expanding. <laughs> yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out of our 32 subscribers. Josh Tomorrow is certainly one of them. So thank you for watching. <laughs> thank you for taking our advice. We really appreciate it. And we're we're really hoping for the best for you uh, in, in this new project, Disneyland Forward. And uh, so, Drew, what, what was your take on this? I, you know, I was totally, I don't know about you, but I was like totally blindsided by the whole thing. Um, I, I mean, obviously it's like the perfect time to do it. Uh, Anaheim's kind of in the hole right now. Yeah. Um, taking out big loans and Disney wants to expand and this is a great way for them to, to get the city to rezone and then pay more taxes, which will help, you know, Anaheim pay off their, their debt a little bit faster. And, um, I mean, I think it's a win-win. That's the way I'm going to look at it. Um, and gosh. Like, this is the first time we've got something this big, like this expansion, since California Adventure. And like, that's right. I mean, it was definitely like California Adventure, a lot of people will agree was, was rushed a little bit and it didn't really, you know, pan out like we wanted to at the beginning. But um, with all the, the constant changes that we've been seeing, like, I'm, I'm really excited and I love the idea of um, both parks being expanded, California Adventure and Disneyland and yes. a new hotel resort. Like that's so cool. And that's something that is super lacking here in California um, because of, you know, surrounding neighborhoods, basically. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what did you think when you heard the news? Yeah, I almost thought it was too good to be true yeah. when uh, <laughs> I think you were the first one to text me about it. And then I, I started looking up uh, articles and I was like, this, this can't be real, right? Like they aren't. So I was baffled. Yeah. I was absolutely baffled. And it wasn't until the DisneylandForward.com came out and I actually was able to read from the horse's mouth, like, or should I say the mouse's mouth? Yeah. <laughs> actually what was going to happen and what their plans were. I was like, wow, this is, they really want to change things. And I think, I mean, to your point, this is the biggest California expansion since DCA, but look at how many properties they have built or expanded on successfully since then you know in the last 20 years yeah i i really do think that they know what they're doing at this point and i i am optimistic i really am optimistic me too me too like i i can't wait to see like i think the rending renderings that we're seeing right now uh, are definitely not concrete um you can tell just they're incredibly oh, isolated yeah. and, and kind of vague on purpose i think um, yeah. But like, holy smokes, like I'm so excited to, to like think about even just the pictures that they posted uh, mm -hmm. within the rendering um, were just like super amazing with all the different water features. And it looks like there's a mountain of some yeah. sort. Like I saw like an elevation um, like uh, diagram that they had on there. Um, I just like, do you think it's going to be like new lands? Because it's like all the attractions. I guess we should talk about the attractions that they kind of pitched. Um, I think you have the list in front yeah. of you. Yeah, so I, I think this shouldn't be surprising that the lands or attractions, depending on how they end up designating it, uh, that they talked about for for the expansion areas, 
wherever they end up going on the Disneyland side, on the DCA side, or however they decide to do it. Uh, I, it shouldn't surprise anyone that these are not new areas. It's not going to be an announcement of a new land. Right. Uh, so we've got the Peter Pan tangled and frozen trio. We've got the Tron light cycle, um, which would be awesome. I don't know where the heck it would go, but uh, they're adding in um, Zootopia, which I am thrilled about. I think that's going to be really great. And also Toy Story Land. Yeah, I think what they're trying to really push is that like, hey, Anaheim, we're not just going to put in a movie theater or like a restaurant mm-hmm. or a lounge. Like, I mean, they are going to expand the parks. They're going to be spending a ton of money on development and really like, I don't know where everyone's going to park <laughs> like as far yeah. as the hotels and stuff. I did see like mm-hmm. a couple structures um, that they were going to add or something like that. But I mean, um, I was also thinking like, man, that means that the Disneyland Hotel and the Paradise Pier Hotel, which are like the Paradise Pier Hotel is like a value resort, is now going to be having a park view. Like you're going to be able to look inside of the theme park. Like that's it makes it it's a no it's a no brainer. Like it, it makes total sense. Like all the properties that they have are going to be within the same gates now, which is just like Florida. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the, probably the things I was most excited about when I was looking at their their diagram showing where these things would be, especially relative to the hotels, is that the hotels could have direct access to the parks in a way that they don't have in California. And I just think it would be so neat to have alternate entrances into these parks a la the Grand Californian. I think that being able to integrate things like that is going to be really cool and is certainly something that Disney is looking at with the Galactic Star Cruiser going directly into Galaxy's Edge in Orlando. So I think that that type of immersion, I mean, whether it's like full story immersion or whether it's just Disney immersion and that your Disney property seamlessly you don't get a rental car you aren't taking an uber you aren't outside of the uh you know the force field you are inside of your vacation through and through yeah and like if you haven't watched our first overrated underrated episode go watch it because i don't know if you remember Aaron. that was one of my underrated things that i chose like the entrance absolutely from the grand californian directly into grizzly peak airfield is just like it's totally underrated and so i'm glad that we have i mean it's not set in stone like we don't know if this is actually going to happen but like oh, yeah. the idea that like i, I can only imagine that if you're going to get a park view you're also going to get a park entrance like they they want to yeah. make that as short of, of a walk as possible because i mean just in the past 12 months when i visited downtown disney like walking from um essentially behind amc theaters to the main gate is a pretty big walk so like mm-hmm. walking from your hotel which is at the like Paradise Pier to the main gate just to walk basically all the way back to your hotel for this new land is like a long walk. So I, I, I really hope I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that uh, they have a park entrance, but we'll see. Yeah, the incorporation of hotels into the properties, I think that's, I mean, I would actually say that that's less Orlando-ish and more uh, Tokyo or Paris, That's true. or Beijing, yeah. Hong Kong. Like, those are the places a little bit more modern that I think that they're modeling after because they really like that tight integration. And so, yeah, that, that direct park access, I think, is going to be huge. And I don't, I mean, maybe it was purposeful, but they didn't really, 
they didn't really make mention of that. So I'm hoping that we're able to read between the lines and that we're right about this. Yeah, like it's really interesting when you look at the concept art because some of it is incredibly vague, but then there's mm -hmm. other details. Like they, they drew out the walkways from the main parks to these extended areas for us. Like they yes. didn't have to do that. So yeah. I think they really wanted to let like us know that it's going to be a part of these parks. It's going to be an extension. Um, like everyone was rumoring about like a third gate. Like that's clearly in the diagram. It's going to be an extension of Disneyland and an yes. extension of, of California Adventure. Um, but like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I have said in a previous episode that I'm not a huge fan of duplicating um, attractions on the same continent. So like, or within mm -hmm. the same country. So um, at least this time, since it sounds like we're going to be get, getting some duplicates, like we're getting duplicates that are from Asia, you know, like yeah. instead of just Florida, California, getting the same stuff, it's like you have to travel far um, to experience it. So, so in talking about those transition points, I actually came up with some ideas, some pitches on how to connect the parks on, or I should say how to connect the original park with the expansion okay, cool. of, of itself. So, um, Let's yeah, if it. you, if, if you'll indulge me. Yeah. Totally. So Let's from, from what it looks like, again, this is all like, this is all conjecture. Yeah. I wouldn't say that this is quite blue sky because this, this could be very realistic. Yeah. What it would basically take is kind of like taking out Disneyland drive and just making it all pedestrian and all inside of the gate. Yeah. That's yeah. not out of the question, but that would be big. Um, but what it looks like is the Disneyland transition into its extension goes kind of from like where Pooh's Corner is in Critter Country. Yeah. And so my thought was this. Uh, they've already made the announcement that Splash Mountain is transitioning into a Princess and the Frog attraction. I don't think that this is hashing new ground that... Um, that it's, it's been thought of that they should just take out Critter Country altogether and just make it a massive extension to New Orleans Square and make that kind of like a bayou extension. I, I, I don't think that's new. I don't claim to have come up with that, but I do like the idea. That would then lead in quite nicely into the trio of Tangled and Frozen and Peter Pan. Yeah. That sort of that sort of uh, animation with the 2D and 3D, that style of storytelling, the princess, sort of like, it, without saying it, it's kind of a storybook land sort of idea. It's not quite fantasy land, but it is very like in tune and very much catered towards uh, kids and that type of storytelling. Yeah, I think that would work out really, really well. And where Pooh's Corner ends is just kind of like a round, you know, a dead end. And so just blow that thing up and move on into that expansion. Yeah. That was my initial idea. And then using that upper area, um, I think that they have, what is it? Skull Rock is like a main feature of the Peter Pan area. Yeah. You could do quite a lot with the Tangled stuff. I think they, what they've got in Magic Kingdom is like the tower and some of the like, um, just kind of ambiance, the flora. And then the Frozen stuff, I, don't, I think that's only concept art up to this point, but having the um, Arendelle and the mountain and all that kind of stuff would be very cool and transition pretty nicely from a New Orleans bayou. Yeah, that's I like your idea. I was going to say to just extend Critter Country 
um, because it, it, it seems like a lot of those movies do have like critters, and I like the idea of being led into this new ex, you know expansion area uh, with little footsteps of the different creatures that we that we know, or like the little critters that we know in these movies, like leading you down this path into this new area. But I, I think I agree with you. Like those those 2D animation films fit definitely better um, with Princess and the Frog essentially being the transition area. Yeah, that's that's cool. I, I really dig that idea. That's that's neat. So then I looked into the DCA expansion and where it sort of looked like that could work crossing Disneyland Drive. And it goes right from Pixar Pier. So Pixar Pier can transition perfectly into Toy Story Land. Like that's that to me was like an absolute no brainer. Yeah. Uh, right at Boardwalk Pizza. Yep. Uh, yeah. That basically is a straight shot. And then you'd go a straight shot over across Disneyland Drive and then be plopped right in front of the Paradise Pier Hotel, which I think would be great as a, a Toy Story themed hotel. If you were really wanting to like do that full that full immersion. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I will say that gate that you're talking about, which is just to the left of Boardwalk mm -hmm. Pizza and Pasta. Like literally, if you do a straight shot out that I was looking on Google Maps, like you see the old tram route, <laughs> like it literally yeah. <laughs> already does that kind of curve into that area. So, I mean, man, there's going to be I love the idea of a Toy Story Hotel, though. I wonder how this is going to affect Paradise Pier Hotel, though. Like, like, obviously, it's going to be an in resort hotel, like prices are going to go up and it's going to really bring it into the, uh, you know, into the experience. Now, one other thing that I had thought of that kind of, I'm curious what your take on this would be because I had a sort of solution, but it's not a great one. Uh, if you have a Peter Pan area in the Disneyland expansion area, mm -hmm. if, which is our assumption, would you move the Peter Pan ride with it? Yeah, I think what I would do if I were in this situation is I would leave Peter Pan exactly where it is and I would focus more like with what Paris did on the hook side. Like I would have the pirate ship, I would have Skull Rock. I would lean more into those those types of themes. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I went the other direction and I thought, well, if you move, if you essentially like cut and paste the ride aspect what could you do around the ride itself? And the thing that Peter Pan desperately needs is an overhaul to its queue because uh, it is yeah. so tight. Uh, making that ride compatible with FastPass would be very significant. And I don't know if you've been through the Magic Kingdom queue, but it's really, it's really incredible. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of cool shadow projector based like interactive games where you basically see Peter's shadow on the wall and you can wave and he'll wave back or you will see like a projection of Tinkerbell and you can like poke it and there's all these like really neat little things that they do as you go through the entire house, uh, the entire Darling house, which is really neat. Oh, that's really it's a, cool, yeah. But just by nature of it being larger, that's really all I would need to to be to be considered at an upgrade, yeah. because having more space in that queue means that you're going to be able to have better access. Um, you know that that line itself was, I mean, is original to that ride. 
So it is. Yeah. It, it can it can pose some problems and deserves some upgrades. Just the line itself. And then I thought, okay, well now I've got an empty space with Primo Real Estate in Fantasyland yeah. next to the castle entrance. And so I, we've got a Sleeping Beauty walkthrough. We could do a Beauty and the Beast ride in its place, or we could just kind of take the Sleeping Beauty idea and make that an attraction. I don't know that that would work really great, but it could work. Yeah, and that really is like prime real estate right there. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I think um, Snow White and the, what is it called now? The Enchanted... Enchanted Wish? I think it 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 got really lucky <laughs> that they were able to make some uh, additions to it and uh, and refurbish it instead of just pulling it out because that is like quite literally prime real estate. I mean, yes. they could have just pulled it out. And there were some rumors before they redid it that it was going to get pulled out along with Pinocchio to be replaced with something else. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously Disney kind of announced like all these things on their Disneyland Forward website that they could potentially be doing. Obviously none of it's set in stone. Were there any IPs that you really wish that you wish were represented in that list? Like I definitely came up with one um, that I, I, you know, if I had it my way, I would have added this movie with these attractions. Like, did, did you have anything like that? I had a really big idea. Okay. Um, and... So I'm going to save the big idea. But what I okay. thought of, as, this this isn't actually an IP, but I think that uh, with the expansion and with more territory and with where I see a lot of entertainment and storytelling going, I think that Disney would be foolish to ignore the idea of doing a VR-based attraction. And, and I think probably they're going to do that with a Marvel property at some point. I took the opposite sort of direction as far as thrill goes. And I thought, how cool would it be to be in a VR-based attraction where it's an entire history of Disneyland, where you basically would position this ride adjacent to the Disneyland hotel and you would sit in a little, potentially you wouldn't really even need to move. Right. It would just be sort of a, um, you know, a stationary, but sort of like one of those 4D theater seats almost. Yeah. But to be able to put on a set of goggles and sit in a people mover vehicle while you go around 1960 Tomorrowland, or you then transition into a Skyway bucket, and you transition into the like some of the older iterations of the train or of the monorail, and to be able to be told a story of you know essentially like the very tech forward version of of like a documentary style YouTube video about Walt. Yeah. That's really what I was thinking would be like super cool. Um, and they could really dive into the idea of like the vintage history of Disneyland. And that yeah. could even be its own tiny little one or two attraction little plot. Yeah. On, that's kind on of that expansion like area. if, if I had to make an adjustment, so like in our Star Tours episode, when I said I'd move it and like be able to give, huge Disney fans, the, the, the way to ride vintage Disneyland rides. I think a mix between that and like kind of Jimmy Fallon's race through New York with like the moving audience. Is that, is that what you're thinking? I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. Like not intense, but like, no, not intense at all. Yeah. It would be, it, it would give you the sensations of all of those rides and all of those, just giving you that sort of setting, that time and place. You could start all the way from it being an orange grove, pumping that 
that well-known Disney orange scent that they love to do, yeah, and then take song. it all the way into modern Disney. I think that would be a really cool, compelling way to to be telling stories, to be honoring Disney's history, and also evoking the idea that things are going to change. We're always going to be improving. This is never going to be a finished project. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, and I think that that's like a cool attraction to visit when you're staying at a historical place like the Disneyland Hotel, right? Like that's yeah. that's where the history fits really well, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not in that theme park yet. Like you're, you know, you, you know what you're getting into, uh, but you're at the hotel and it, it you know, because they always have at hotels, there's always like something on the wall that explains the history. But like, I like your idea, like just bringing it to be more interactive. Like you check in, if your room is waiting to be, you know, uh, done up, you can go and check out the history on Disneyland before yeah. you go and spend your whole vacation there. So I, th- I think yeah. that's really cool. Actually, I think that's a, that's a great attraction. I, um, back to the original question. Yeah. Tell me um, the IP direction that you went. Yeah, I'm just really disappointed that there's no representation for Moana. Like, I really mm. love Moana. And, like, the first thing that I saw before I even read the article was like, oh my gosh, there's a ton of water. There's a ton of lush tropical plants. It looks very green. It looks very, like, very alive. Like, this one of these has got to be Moana. And I was so excited. And then none of them were Moana. So <laughs> um, anyway, I think we'll have to do an episode where we think of an attraction that we would put in that area, um, you know, if, if we had it our way. You know, spoiler alert, mine's going to be uh, something Moana-based. Because <laughs> I love that, that movie. The only Moana thing that they could have announced is the walkthrough attraction that they have yeah. in Epcot coming soon. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to announce some, they are not going to announce the very first Moana dark ride in this theoretical sort of political plea. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. I don't, I don't think that you need to be in despair over a, a, a lack of representation. I think it's inevitable that we're going to get some Moana love on the West coast. And, and you know, because they didn't really announce too much about the new resort that they're going to be building in the Toy Story lot, maybe that'll mm-hmm. be something Moana related. I think that would be really that cool be, too, because there was a lot of water yeah. and it kind of looked like a small beachy village. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's also I have some ideas about that. Would you like to hear my ideas? About yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the Toy Story lot for you for uh, people who don't know is actually tucked away. It's the old cast member lot behind Garden Walk. And so when I was looking at the map, I just couldn't help but notice that if Disney turned the Toy Story lot into into like a hotel resort, the only thing between that and the Pumbaa lot, which also was the original plan to lead di- directly into the parks, is the Garden Walk. So like I if if I had it my way, like I would imagine Disney would eventually be interested in buying the failed outdoor mall, which is Garden yeah. Walk, and using it like a Disney Springs. Like, I just think that would be so cool. I, I think this whole project, I, I really get the feeling that someone was like, hey, we've really struck gold here with Disney Springs and like, yeah. incorporating everything into one property. And I just think if they made a resort at Toy Story Lot that led through garden walk and turned it into like a disney springs type of outdoor mall and then it led you to the pumba lot 
it would transition you directly onto Harbor Boulevard where the main entrance is. So like, man, I think that'd be so cool. And, and I, as far as bridging all of those streets, um, the garden walk is already elevated above uh, because there's parking below it. So I don't think it would be that difficult. This is all huge, right? This is going to cost billions of dollars. It's probably going to take yes. like a decade for it to get done, uh, just like it did California Adventure. Because when you look at Google Maps, that space, both at Toy Story Lock and um, behind the Disneyland Hotel, is enormous. It's like two-thirds the size of all of California Adventure. So yeah. it's going to be a huge project. So I really hope... I really hope it gets passed with Anaheim because I, I think it would turn Disneyland into like a two to three day park visit to like an entire week visit, I think. Which is exactly what they want. And it should be what Anaheim wants. It should be. It should be. Absolutely. They they should want people to <laughs> forget about Knott's Berry Farm completely, forget about Universal Studios, just spend your entire week at Disneyland. I, I think... I mean, we've obviously seen an uptick in attendance in the past, like, five years, right? Obviously not mm -hmm. this past year, but, like, five years where, like, there's no downtime in the parks anymore. Like, annual pass yeah. holders, there's a million annual pass holders. Um, there's tons of business to be made. Um, there's a lot of inefficiencies. Uh, so I'm glad that someone, like, took a step back and said, like, we have a lot of property, we have a lot of space, and we have a drawer full of really great ideas. like. Let's do something with it. And th this is just the perfect time because it's, like I said, a win-win. Yeah, I think the closest thing to like the infrastructure that would be required is kind of like all the Vegas bridges and elevators and escalators. That happened without Disney being involved. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that Disney could find a way to do it. They have the means. They have the bank account. Uh, they have the creativity and the engineering. And I'd like, no remind, I'd like to remind our viewers, too, like between Tortilla Joe's at Downtown Disney and the Lego store, that is a bridge like where they mm -hmm. sell corn dogs. That is a bridge. If you the next time you're there, go over towards Jazz Kitchen and look over the edge. That is Disneyland Drive. And you would never know. So I, I think they could really, really nail it. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying like, oh, they should tunnel it or they should go. They should go underneath the road. But. Realistically, I think if it's all Disney property and they don't need that road anymore, I can imagine seeing it just as an entry to Paradise Pier Hotel and Grand Californian Hotel um, yeah. and just cutting it off kind of at the structure. So we'll see. Yeah. It's all very exciting. <laughs> I have my big idea still left. and oh, Okay, should we both do our big ideas? I'll do mine if you want. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's I was going to say, we've been really focused in on the scope of reality. We've talked about how to sort of use the things that Disney has already talked about. And although they are not set in stone, they, they are announcements of things that are likely to happen. So now I think we can do our favorite thing and talk about what is extremely unlikely to happen, but would be so mind-blowingly cool. Okay, let's do it. I'm excited. So, so my idea uh, pulls an old idea out of the wastebasket, and it is a West Coast Epcot. Yeah. The amount of space that they're talking about would not accommodate this, but if it were a third gate situation, however many decades down the road that would be, that would be the real mind blower. Yeah. But 
I'm going to imagine that that's what they're doing right now. And so here, here's my thoughts. Awesome. Let's um, do it. Obviously, Epcot is going to be a big celebration of the countries around the world, um, a permanent World's Fair. I have elected to not include anything about a future world or anything on that side of things, just for sake of expediting the pitch a bit. Okay. Um, I've also elected to not have an America pavilion, because if you want America, go to California Adventure. Yep. That's... <laughs> That's your celebration of, like, where you are currently. Good point. The countries that I have in my version of Western Epcot, Mexico, Japan, China, France, Great Britain, those are all, uh, and Italy, those are all originals. Mm -hmm. But I want, and Canada, I'm sorry, Miss Canada, not just America's hat. I would replace Morocco with India. Yeah, okay. And I would replace Norway with Australia. Um, the reason I would show, uh, choose India is that then we can get into Jungle Book territory, okay, which would yeah. be really fun for like attractions and storytelling. Yeah. Also, India is just an awesome, great place. Totally. Food's um, delicious too. Don't think I didn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> and then for, um, for Australia, um, I just love Australia, but realizing that Norway is very much linked to Frozen and Frozen will likely already have a presence in its little storybook land style area. Right. So we don't need to rehash Norway. We can do something new. So that's kind of like the overall. And let me get some of the uh, the obvious things out of the way. France would have Ratatouille. Mary Poppins would be in Great Britain. Um, I already mentioned Jungle Book would be in the India area. Yep. Um, and then the things that I wanted to add into this imaginary Epcot. Give me a Coco ride. Give me a Coco attraction yeah. in Mexico. Totally. I think that that is, that is just ready to happen. Yeah. Next would be in Italy. Uh, there's a little movie coming out called Luca, and that takes place on the uh, Italian Riviera. Now, we haven't seen the movie, so if you're watching this a year from now and you're like, Luca was a terrible movie, why would you make a write about it? Because the movie hasn't come out yet and we don't know better. Yeah, And if exactly. it's awesome, then we're calling our shot from a mile away, and I think that would be pretty sweet. So... <laughs> I don't know. The trailer seems exciting. It's about sea monsters. It could be super cool. So I'm, I'm saying Luca in the Italy area. Okay. What have I missed? Okay. And then my next two, um, both in the sort of Asia, like macro area. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got Japan. For Japan, I want Japan to have a Mount Fuji roller coaster styled kind of after Expedition Everest. I think Ooh. that would be absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah. And I think that uh, that the sort of Disneyland Resort, the West Coast, deserves another mountain. Yep, I agree. And I think that should be it. Mm -hmm. I think Mount Fuji would be perfect for that. And I left off one country. Uh, this would be sort of like the... In, in my thinking, it would be like a little bit of a catch-all. But um, it's actually one that you pitched in a previous episode... I want Kumandra. I want Kumandra in there, and I want everything that you talked about in Kumandra to be involved in this pavilion as a sort of, as a way to do a lot more celebration of Pacific Islander cultures that aren't necessarily recognized in just Japan or China. Yeah. There you go. That's super cool. Uh, I know that there's like a, a, a smaller, like sort of generally African nation area 
I thought it'd be cool to be a little bit more specific and go maybe to Egypt. Um, Egypt has rich culture, rich history, and also delicious food. You could be sort of more broad and say it's North Africa, but I thought an Egypt pavilion would also be really exciting. Yeah. And what did you say you were going to do for um, Australia? I, I don't have a specific idea, although I think that either um, a circle vision would be really cool, but yeah. we've also got Finding Nemo. Yeah, that's the first thing. I literally was <laughs> yeah. writing that down as you were talking. I yeah. was like, you got to visit P. Sherman 42 all of your way, right? Yeah. P. Sherman 42. I mean, yeah, you get, get your teeth done in Disneyland. It'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have a Darla meet and greet where she just shakes you to death. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, that's what I've been dying for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. And like, I love the idea of mixing in and blending Kumandra, which is a fictional land, but has representation for multiple countries within the World Showcase. I'm surprised they haven't done, you know, a little bit more of that. I think the closest that we've gotten is like um, the Frozen ride, right? Like that's that's kind of just it yeah feel free to correct Which, me if i'm wrong but. no i i think that's basically that's basically it. it just that arendelle kind of lives in norway vaguely yeah. and so you're in norway and then you're in arendelle and it's just kind of that's that's okay um ratatouille i guess would be a second one that's although true. it it's like within the story that you're in paris like it's not you're that you're in a french restaurant somewhere in the countryside it's like you are in paris you're in the city of lights you're doing it there so if you're in the france area and you're of course seeing the eiffel tower and all the parisian like imagery yes remy fits right in yeah and i think you're right about the coco uh attraction like i think that's coming to mexico um i hope so i i hope so too i i think it would be a huge missed opportunity if they didn't do a coco ride and i think actually like a, a water boat cruise ride is, is a perfect vehicle to tell you the story of Coco. And it's like just a, it's so rich in culture and it tells us and, and teaches us about uh, Mexican culture. And it's just really great. So I, I hope that they do that. I love the idea of adding it in, you know, a California theme park <laughs> where we have very rich Mexican culture here. Yes. Um, and I like the food, man, that would be insane. Yep. <laughs> that would be insane. I mean, think about all of the great like Disney food and wine events that you have on the West Coast and then turn them to 11 because that's what this would be. This would be like a year-round food festival yeah. that is always at the top of its game. I mean, my fiance and I will go to Epcot just to eat and drink and leave. <laughs> there is even a ticket that you can buy that's a 4 p.m. and later ticket where you can go to the park for like two, three hours and it's like 45 bucks or something. The idea is... You're not going to ride the rides. You're not going to see the shows. You're going to eat and to drink. So they're basically just charging you kind of like a touch of Disney ticket, but you can do it at Epcot whenever yeah. you want. That's awesome. We should do that. I want to do that when I go. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Oh, it is on the menu, buddy. Don't worry. That, that was my big idea. Give me that Westcott. Make that happen. Yeah. I. So that's interesting that you thought of Westcott because I – thought of something different in Disney's history, and that is Port Disney. So a lot of you who don't know, Port Disney was an idea that happened a long time ago where Disney was planning on building a, a like a, a Disney Sea area. It's basically the original Disney Sea. <laughs> um, 
And they were going to do it in Long Beach where the Queen Mary is currently docked and use the Queen Mary as a hotel. And it was all going to be nautical themed. And so for me, having the opportunity to go to Tokyo and kind of experience what should have been in Long Beach for us, I want that here. I want that here in the park. Um, and there's a particular structure in Disney Sea that is the centerpiece of it all, and that's the volcano. So it's really funny mm-hmm. that you want another mountain, and I essentially want another mountain, except my yeah. mountain is a volcano. And that's where I would add in the Moana ride. Now, um, obviously, if you've been to Tokyo and you've taken the ride that's at the base of the volcano, it's called Journey to the Center of the Earth. And it's kind of a mixture between, um, I would compare it to like Indiana Jones and uh, Radiator Springs Racers. Like it's kind of a dark ride and then it goes quickly. Um, But for me, obviously with Moana, it's all based around water, um, but I wanted some thrill as well because it's in the center of the volcano. Um, And I would call that ride Moana's Journey to Tefiti. And so I want to focus it on she's already decided she's going to steal a boat from the village. She's going to take off on her journey. And I wanted to focus on the scene where um, she gets basically caught in a storm and gets thrown off of her boat a bunch of times. And it's just like it's it's a harrowing journey. It's it's really uh, there's lots of lightning happening. It's raining. It's wet. Um, there's not a lot of stability, and I want to base the attraction actually off of a off of a ride system that's not currently at Disney. And Aaron, have you ever been to SeaWorld San Diego? Oh, it's been decades. I was gonna say it's been a long time for me too. Yeah. But there's a ride there called Journey to Atlantis, and it has nothing to do with Disney's Atlantis. It just has everything mm-hmm. to do with like the original, um, you know, myth of of uh, Atlantis, but. The ride vehicle is really cool. And I'll just do a quick explanation so that you have a better understanding and have some more context as to what I'm talking about. Um, It's essentially a boat ride. It's imagine something like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like a mix between Pirates, Splash Mountain, and a roller coaster with a section in the middle that has an elevator. I know it sounds really crazy, but it starts off as a boat ride um, with a drop. And then you get pushed into an elevator and then the elevator actually sways and it takes two carts at a time and it takes you up to like six stories tall where the ride then becomes a roller coaster. It is so cool. And I remember the first time I went on it, I was absolutely blown away with how neat and unexpected all of the things that happened were, you know, like, so I think that's a perfect vessel for a a ride like Moana where I like the idea of it being a water ride that kind of tells you a story. A storm hits, um, you get lifted up through this elevator, and like inside the elevator tunnel, there's projection. So I like the idea of it feeling like you're getting lifted up by a, um, like a swell of a wave, right? And then once you get to the top, it becomes a roller coaster, and you ride that wave all the way down with a big splash at the end. Um, so I like that. Obviously, your goal would be to restore the heart of Tefiti, uh, which is at the end of the movie. So it would end with like this, you know, this glorious indoor, you know, water scene, um, like with the tropical forest and the mountains and the, the volcano. Obviously, the volcano has to erupt like every hour with flamethrowers yep. and stuff, because that would just be I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> and then it's right there. I love the idea of having a show 
on the volcano at night. And the show that I want to do would actually be tied in kind of with Pixar. So I think my Moana ride would probably be on the California Adventure side where all the newer animation stuff's happening. Like Mm -hmm. give all the classic animation stuff to Disneyland. That's where it it belongs. That's where it fits in. Um, But I like the idea of having the volcano um, coming to life at night, kind of like the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom, but using the Pixar short, I Lava You. Uh, I love that one. Yes. Yes. It's so great. If you've never heard it, uh, makes me cry every time. <laughs> it's yep. really amazing. I bought a ukulele from Hawaii when I went just so I can learn how to play the song. Maybe <laughs> maybe one day I'll play it for you guys. But um, I love the idea of having like a water show with projections. And it's it's a bit of an emo- emotional roller coaster, even though it's a really short, like it's literally a Pixar short. But I love, I love that. And that's something that I resonated with me when I was a kid. Like, my family would go to Las Vegas and we would go and see, I can't remember what hotel it was, but it has like a volcano and it erupts like every 30 minutes. Like I thought that was just so cool. And I love the idea of like kind of disnifying that experience and making that volcano come to life at night uh, like the tree of life. I think that would just be so cool. You never get to see a volcano erupt ever. So to me, I think that's really neat. I know the Rainforest Cafe in disney springs kind of does like they've, they've got like misters that come out of it in some okay. lights so, so not <laughs> nearly as cool but um yeah, no <laughs> i will i will say when the volcano erupts in tokyo disney sea it is pretty spectacular and i just love the idea of having like the projections of lava coming down um Anyway, so that's my idea and i i really hope that they like i said do more stuff with moana because there's a lot of stuff you could do. There's so many, so many iconic scenes in that movie that you could pick from. Um, I hope they do it. That's my idea. Yeah. I mean, they've got great music to choose from. They've got great characters to choose from. Yeah. I can just imagine uh, Maui kind of like giving you guff for being caught in a swell or in a tornado or whatever happened to befall you as the hero of this little journey. I think that'd be hilarious. And then my favorite character from Moana, Hey Hey. Yeah, that's and that was kind of like the the struggle that I was having, right? Because you've got Hey Hey, and then um, I can't remember the little pig's name, but it's really cute. So uh, like Pua. Yeah, you're right, Pua. Yeah, it's Pua. So yeah. um, like those are literally two critters that are in the movie yeah. that could help you kind of segue into Critter Country. But like I said, I I think the newer animation stuff should probably in California Adventure and then Mm -hmm. like you said the 2D animation stuff uh, fits a lot better in the classic Disneyland yeah but um, yeah I just I hope they do I hope they do something because when I went to Hawaii and I went to the Aulani Resort their focus is more on history like Hawaiian history and culture and not really being in your face like Disney attraction so I would leave Aulani the way it is. It's gorgeous. It's an amazing resort. And I would just really push uh, Moana hard in these new areas. Once we get a little bit closer, uh, obviously we're going to be coming out with a lot of videos in regards to this as they roll out more information. Um, but this is just such an exciting time to, to be here at Disney after being closed for a year and for mm-hmm. them to, to say like, hey, we want to do this expansion. I 
it gets i'm really excited like it, yeah it, it it gets me feeling like i felt when i was a little kid and disney at disney california adventure open you've been spending your entire life going to just these parks within these gates and you know we've seen things get changed over and reimagined but to actually have it extend past it's like you know it's really cool i'm very excited and I think that it brings an optimism that Disney has been missing being closed yeah. and not even being open for a food event. It brings an optimism to the Disney fan base in California that has been sorely missing Yeah. to the point where on, on the Disney website, you can sign up as a, uh, well, you can sign up as a supporter and you can opt in to be listed as a named supporter to basically make the case to Anaheim and you could even opt for the ability to like talk at a local town hall wow. and to like kind of like give your argument. Yeah, this is right on their website. Now you can opt in as a, as a volunteer to be involved. And so they really are reaching out to the community. They really do want this type of project to happen. Uh, whether it's in the forums that Drew and I talked about, that remains to be seen. Uh, Josh tomorrow, we know you're still watching. Give us a call. We're, we're ready to uh, to give our two cents. <laughs> Forward this video to, to Bob. Both Bobs. Yes. Both, both. Bobs. Yeah. We're, we're, we're eagerly awaiting. <laughs> awesome. Drew, I had a great time uh, talking about this. I can't wait for, for this project to continue growing and for our uh, conjecture to continue getting more ridiculous <laughs> or maybe more refined. I'm not really sure. But in our next episode... You know what we're going to talk about? Absolutely nothing to do with Disney. That's right. We are doing an all-universal video. All-universal. Yeah. It's going to be really great. Um, I'm looking forward to, to doing that. It's a, it's a fun topic for sure. In the meantime, uh, make sure to like this video. And we want to hear from you guys. So uh, leave a comment down below. What would you like to see in this new expanded area? Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think the renderings are blue sky renderings or do you think some of this stuff's actually going to happen of the list which attractions or which rather uh, which ips would you like to see uh, actually built in this new expanded area and then remember you can also listen to us on the go uh, we're on apple music and spotify until next time we'll see you soon and we'll see you back in the sandbox bye guys